transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is, is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Suman Mangra. And I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your, your Thoughts Podcast. Podcast. Hi, in today's episode, we'll be talking about mind your intention. So most people, when they think of intention, um, they they think sometimes purpose. What I found is when I've been doing some research, some people think purpose. I'm not sure how the two connect, but my, my spin on intention is um the thing that you intend to do your plan your aim that's how I look at intention so with that and as always we've got Suman with us so I'm going to throw this out to Suman and ask her what does mind your intention conjure up to you in your mind and what does intention mean to you Suman thanks for that Rose and hello everyone and yeah a very kind of heavy question maybe because there's so many layers to this um I think for me mainly the two things are coming up you get the intentions of things as and when you're doing something like the way you've just described it you've got an intention towards an aim or a goal so you you intend on doing something but when I think about intentions in terms of the work that I do and that is from the background of manifestation it's more about sometimes the kind of intentions that you can have in your mind which aren't in the moment type stuff like they could be more long term or they could be like deep seated intentions um and it could also come up in the space of like the way we engage and interact with others the intentions that we have what what purpose do we have are those conversations so sometimes some people can still label it as a goal like you might have an end goal of a conversation with somebody but if you're just sitting with a friend in a pub or something and having a, just a general conversation or you're meeting somebody for the first time in a networking event or on a dating kind of situation you have different types of intentions for different scenarios so you will then all of a sudden act and behave differently uh, because your intentions will kind of guide you and direct and drive your behavior so I think uh, they can mean a number of different things uh, but for me mostly uh, it's intention that you have towards your, you know, your personal goals and your manifestations. Um, I think that's the the key one for me personally. Thank you. That's really that's really good. You, I mean, as you was talking, a, a lot of different things were jumping into my mind, and the thing that stood out is when you were saying the intentions, the deep seated intention, and obviously. Um, when you're saying you go, you want you have intentions in different things. So in different situations, your intention in that situation. So it's funny you was talking about that because I actually was watching a video on YouTube by a sad guru, and the video I was watching was how does your intention influence your karma? Now 
I'm not going to talk about karma at the moment, but the part what you were saying, Sue, and he was saying this as well, he was saying that the intention that we have in a situation could be, um, we could intend to do something good in that situation, but it might end up not being, the result may not be good. Good, so, yeah. You know, How many times has this happened in our lives? <laughs> yeah, because our intention might meant great, but the outcome didn't end up so great. So I I've suppose... got an example of that. If yeah. you'd like, if you'd like me to share, yeah, oh please. In my head, yeah. So, for example, um, I had a scenario where there's uh two friends of mine who kind of. They know each other, the families know each other, but they kind of had a bit of a falling out. But some kind of feedback came back to me from the one person. And I, being the person I am, gave the feedback to the other person. And it wasn't to try and stir anything up. It was just because it was something said about them. And what I understood about them, it was a bit confusing. I was just like, did this situation happen? Because this is apparently what I've heard in hearsay. And that person was just like, no, that's not what happened. And so they clarified to me what had actually happened. I went back to the other person and said to them, oh, by the way, it did come out of my mouth because I was just a bit confused of the situation. Mm -hmm. um, so I just thought I'd let you know this is what they actually said, like rather than, you know, these second, third people that were giving their opinions on stuff. I said from the horse's mouth, this is what the feedback was. And that person was straight away, why did you have to bring it up for? That could make things a bit more awkward between me and that person now. And I don't want issues to happen between our families. And it was caused this like bigger problem with from my intention. Again, there was my intention wasn't to cause any drifts between or rifts between their families i would just wanted a clarity on the situation so that everybody kind of was like you know talking from the right space um but the good intention of mine and even though the person people involved did say we know you didn't mean bad and i was just like the last thing i want to do is cause problems but i think yeah even though i had a good intention it was almost causing a problem yes Luckily, it didn't it did that this was the irony it didn't in the end but just the the fact that it could have created a bit of anxiety in that one friend of mine and that again was the last thing I wanted yeah yeah I have been in situations like that you think that you're helping and your intention is to help but all it does is just the opposite um but it didn't mean that I had a, or you had a bad intention yeah. or thought or anything but one of the things that Sadhguru was saying is that our identity affects and will determine what our intention is. And I thought, I thought this was really powerful because I had never thought about that concept. And it's, it's kind of um, fitting because our, um, one of our podcasts was Mind Your, Mind Your Identity. And we talked mm -hmm. all about identity. But imagine you identifying as a person who helps but you said you identify. You was a bit confused about the situation. So our intention, he says, becomes the thing that we identify as. So if we if I if we think that we're a bit confused about the situation, yeah, could the intention, although it was a good intention, because of how we identify, it caused that 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 intention to be a bit confused as well. Did you see? That's what mm -hmm. sad was saying and I was like wow never thought about that it's really powerful what what's your thoughts on that Suman? 
No, I find it really interesting because <laughs> what came in my head when you said that was actually not just the identities we have, as we said in the other episode, sometimes people give us identities of the way they perceive us. So you might perceive yourself as a person who, who always is being helpful and identify with that. So in any situation, that's the way you're going to, again, what I said earlier in this episode about it drives our behaviour. So it'll drive your behaviour to always trying to be a bit overhelpful sometimes. And people might think you're being nosy or busybody or something. And all you're doing is trying to be caring. But the problem is if a person's giving you the identity that you're a busybody or you're a, <laughs> you know, you you like stirring the pot, they're just going to see as that. That'll be because their intentions are affecting the scenario almost yes. because of the identity they're carrying. So it's yes. not like black and white for that reason. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um and funny enough, I was in a, 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 a similar situation and um, my intention was to help in the situation, but because the person who I was, I suppose, trying to help or doing the, the you know, uh, getting involved with the situation for, for that, I was not capable of dealing with that situation. When it came out to it, my intention seemed to fall on completely deaf ears and it was a really bad yeah. shampoo. But yeah. the person identified me, I never saw myself as a person who didn't handle conflicts very well. I thought I did, but that person didn't think <laughs> I did. So therefore they felt that I made things worse. Yeah. It, it's it's amazing how I would have never if I didn't watch this the this YouTube, I think it was like four minutes, just a snipping um, video, I would have never connected our intentions hold so much our intentions hold so much premise based on our identity, I would never ever have thought about that at all and it's just, even now it's still I think it's still mind blowing, I still need to get my head around it Yeah when you're saying that it's reminding me of so many scenarios are coming up in my head when that exact kind of thing has happened and it's like, yeah, it's it's just, I think it throws you off in that moment, doesn't it? Because you're thinking, well, this, because ironically, what we were just talking about before was our intention is our aim, our goal. And then all of a sudden, when it gets kind of blindsided, <laughs> like, this wasn't where I was going with this. <laughs> no, not, not, not at all. And <laughs> actually, leading on that, when we talk about our intention, so... One of the things that I was looking at is that I've always thought that because my intention is like my aim or my plan, um, where I'm going, um, that's where my action plan comes in because the action plan is like the tick list of my intention. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah. tick list. So this is my intention. And then the action plan that I've put in place is like my tick list. Yeah, I intended to do this tick. I've done that one off the list and the next one, the next one, the next one. And then obviously behind that, the thing is that sometimes why do we not pursue our intentions is sometimes because our attitude to our own action plan and not in, and again, that's links back to our identity. So we could intend to, when I first started in this space, I intended to be a business person, wanted to be a business person, wanted to be a coach and all the rest of it. But because I didn't identify as being a business person or somebody, you know, the go-to 
person, my action plan of my intention, my tick list didn't get done. Yeah? Yeah. I'm sure you've been in similar situations where you can pull that all together. So what so again, what, what do you think about you know what I've said? Yeah, so when you're talking about this action plan and yeah, if you don't have the identity of a business person but you're going into business and then that can kind of create issues. Um it's interesting because sometimes we have intentions, like I said before, for different things. And so one intention might be to be a business person, but within that you might have other intentions. So I intend to make this much amount of money. I intend to have this many clients. I intend to work this many hours. I intend to have this much flexibility. I intend to have this much freedom. And then there's almost those all different things will all have an impact then and need to be factored into, again, the world that I go come from for manifestation of what you're going to manifest out of having those multiple intentions and um something that I do actually in my training and my coaching with my NLP work with the neuro-linguistic programming there's actually a technique called parts integration and we use this particular one when somebody feels conflicted about something because there's a part of them that wants something and there seems to be a part of them that's against it and it a beautiful example of this is exactly what we're talking about now a person going into business typically you get these people who have full-time jobs and they're going to be going into business and they go through a bit of a space sometimes not everybody majority of people will go to a, a phase where they're kind of maybe working full-time and working part-time on their business like they call it the side hustle or they're going into part-time hours and then doing part-time business and they're slowly transitioning towards reducing their hours slowly until they can fully do their business. Now, a big thing that comes up in this parts integration is part of me really wants to be a full-time business owner and just do my business. But part of me actually enjoys the stability and the security that a full-time job's giving me. Yeah. And so even though the intention is to be a business owner, there's also an intention there to be safe and secure. Because being a business owner obviously opens them up to being a bit more risky. So mm -hmm. a person can sometimes have these conflicting intentions. And so the parts integration technique is a brilliant technique to try and help you get onto the same page with each intention mm -hmm. to, to realise it's a, your, your end goal is the same for both things. And once you can feel on the same page about it, the conflict goes because you realise you're actually you're driven towards the same end goal ultimately because the reason why you want to actually do a business is to be able to have all those other freedoms as well as the security. So you want to be safe and secure because you've got your own business and your own job that no one can fire you from, so to speak. So that's an example. Um, but I just find it quite fascinating that so how many people have come to me with different conflicts at times and now come to think of it, I've not thought about it before. It actually mm -hmm. links back to their intentions. Mm hmm mm hmm mm hmm mm hmm it's 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 funny you talked about the NLP stuff because that actually falls into the stuff I do, obviously with self belief. Because again, what I do is we help help the individual look at their self beliefs. What are they believing about? As you say, I, I actually couldn't identify with the example you gave because I mm -hmm. was and space. myself, which is why I gave the example. <laughs> is that exactly? And I found that yeah, it was to do with what I was believing about 
again, as you say, the security of the job as opposed to the insecurity. So as I say, it's, it's, it's um, cognitive dissonance. So you're confused. Yeah. You're pulling in two different directions, so you're not going anywhere. You're saying one thing, but you're doing something else. Yeah. And this is where a lot of people become stuck. So with regards to that, within self-belief, within looking at the beliefs that you hold, we look at then, look at the beliefs that you hold about yourself. And obviously that still works. That actually leads into the whole thing of identity again. Look at the beliefs that you're holding, why your intentions are not going in the direction that you want. So I was believing that um, I wouldn't be able to get the money. I wouldn't be able to replace my income. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't want to be in the work. So I was like, okay, so I need to stay in the work because of the income, but I didn't want, because I didn't feel I could replace, I would replace it in my business. But at the same time, I didn't want to be there just because of the income. So, you know, I was pulling back and forth, but I had to look at what am I believing about myself and what am I believing about these situations, being a business owner, um, you know, not being an employee anymore for me to actually change that, which is probably is very similar to what they've been doing in the NLP stuff. Yeah. It's interesting because um, there's certain techniques I've learned of, but I've seen alternative versions of those techniques, which kind of bring about the same kind of results. Um, so I think it's always great to see that there's uh, multiple different ways to kind of help people out there with these things, as we've obviously always tried to get help ourselves with these things as well, because quite a few of them are quite universal issues that, that come up for us. And at the time, we feel like we're all on our own. Yes. You know, and we feel like uh, it's only us that have got these worries and concerns and, uh, you know, other business people are going out there and just making their business work. And why am I struggling with this? But the truth is, there's so many people who work walk on these paths and have these same kind of issues crop up, um, which is why it's actually very relatable generally for people. And, you know, thankfully, it gives us a chance to help people who have got those similar issues. Um, no. But, yeah, going back into the in intention space for when they're positive, um, obviously we're talking about here where there's an impact of it, where sometimes it can be negative. Um, so I think, is there anything you'd like to add, Rose, in terms of uh, positive intentions and where it brings about positive results? If you've got any examples or any thoughts that you want to share on that? Well, I've probably got loads of things, but, you know, at the top of my head, I can't think of anything. But what I will say is that, when you have got a positive intention, and as I said, then behind that, you then create that tick list, which is your action plan, and you are committed to that intention, that is like a driving force to everything. So I call it, I describe it as like your intention is, a, is that spark that lights that fire, you know, to get that goal, to get that thing. So you had that intention, but because you're really... Uh, it's really desirable to you know you say you know I want to I don't know I want to start a business because I really want to my intention is to help I don't know women you know find mm. their purpose just I'm just giving an example or women who would have a better self-belief which is what I do because I knew what it was like not to have self-belief I was really driven by that and that was a spark for well for everything including this podcast do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that is where you can say your intention is really, really positive. And then 
obviously along with the intention, uh, along with my intention, I had to be committed and have to have the attitude of saying I want to work on the content, which is the plan, you know, which is my action plan to get to the place and do the thing that I say I want to do, which is empowering other people with great self-belief. Do you see what I'm saying? A bit like yourself. So that's, yeah. that's, what, that's when we've got a real, that's when intention works at its, mm. at its do you know what I mean? I love, I love that, what you've said, yeah, about having that commitment and having that like persistence with what you're doing and the attitude and the actions need to all be aligned. That's when the intention gets that, that fire that starts off. You fuel it further and then it grows and it can then become into what you want it to be. So, yeah, I really, I love the way you've actually broke that down. Yeah, because I, I suppose when I've, I know when I've had an intention to do something and I've not been very committed to it, it, it fizzles out. <laughs> yeah, it don't go anywhere. <laughs> but when I have an intention and I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do, this is a really desirable to me and I'm really committed to it, as I say, that's like somebody just striking a match and flowing, throwing on my intention, and it just, it just, you know, it just blows up, lights the fire, and it, I'm going, and this fire just is going, yeah. Where in the other, in the other scenario is that I have the intention, and it sounds, yeah, it's all really great, but again, why am I saying this thing? Is it because, as you said, I'm in a situation, and maybe I have there's an intention behind of my intention at the back of the intention maybe mm -hmm. example you know sometimes the people in a situation where they people please yeah so their intention is they'll say they're going to do something but the true intention isn't about doing that thing it's about impressing on those mm -hmm. people they yeah what, what what they'll get as an outcome of doing that yeah is exactly and um, it's not I'm not saying it's bad we all do it mm -hmm. in some some shapes and forms 100%, yeah we all do it in some shapes and forms because you know social media is a very good a very good example of that a person's intention they put out a post but behind the intention it could also be about marketing their business you know getting mm -hmm. loads of, it doesn't even have to be a business it could just be getting loads of likes mm -hmm. yeah do you know what I mean? So it's there's sometimes we have an intention and there's a, I don't know if you want to call it a counter intention or I, I don't know what you would call it. But yeah, I'd probably call it that. Yeah. Or intention, which is underlying. So mm. it could, there could also be that as well. And as again, anything could be deemed as positive and anything can be deemed as negative because it, I could see it as being positive. And yeah. another negative like we've given examples of that our intention was great good but somebody else saw them as not being very good no <laughs> it's know? interesting that you just said that because I've just seen an advertisement today on Instagram and somebody was talking about helping life coaches out there and uh, she was going down the line of um how everybody's always talking about having a niche but she was actually doing the opposite she's like actually not to have a niche can work for you now, this lady looked absolutely lovely to me in this video. She's wearing this lovely green dress. She's just talking. And all of a sudden, in some of the comments, some people started commenting saying, oh, she needs to sort out her weight first before she thinks she can life coach anybody. And I was shocked to read that. I was like, what's wrong with people? 
And then and somebody else made a comment on her weight. And she wasn't, trust me, she was not even a big lady. For me being a plus size lady, this lady was half the size of me. And I thought, bloody hell, I wonder what they think when they see my videos. But literally, um, another person then commented saying, oh, you do realise she's pregnant here. And I just thought, you see, how many people span off in different directions on the back of her message? And her intention for that video would, of course, have been to have drawn the right types of audience, to be able to link to people who need help with their niching or what help with getting clients for their coaching businesses. Yet the comments, oh, I can't. and the irony, one of the people who commented, and I'm going to call them out now. So, well, I won't call them out because I, I don't remember their full full title of their name but it was something like narcissistic hunter or something but their comments were so narcissistic and I thought isn't that so ironic that you call yourself a narcissist hunter but you're being narcissistic yourself of being giving these degrading comments on somebody's post but um yeah again you're so right like somebody can have any attention and I think it also happens with celebrities Yes. When they'll come out in the public and say something or do something or when they post stuff on socials, like you said, on social media, on Twitter, say, and their intention is for one type of reaction. And again, they could have other reasons for their intentions could be like to get more likes, to get to create controversy sometimes. But sometimes they get an opposite effect and they get a, uh, they might get a what do they call it? Like a setback from society yes. and they might dig a hole for themselves but that's not what they were to do that's not what they started out with and all of a sudden they've gone down that road by chance but then this is where you know like you said that person was commenting on that that lady who's helping coaches what was the intention of that individual who was making exactly yeah interesting you know, isn't it when we start thinking about it exactly because do you remember where we started? We started off saying, um, as Sadhguru said, that um, the intentions, our intentions um, influence our karma, but they influence, and they're influenced, that is, is influenced from our identity. Now, you said that individual identified themselves as narcissists, what? Sorry? You like said a narcissist. I think like a narcissist hunter, that they hunt, hunt down yeah. narcissistic, something like that. Imagine they identify as being a person who hunts narcissists, but I always believe that like attracts like. So you could not find, I'm not, how am I going to recognize somebody who's a narcissist when I'm not a narcissist? <laughs> Do you yeah, get that's so true. Yeah. Again, that intention and then becoming that thing that you say you're you identified because your name is in, in, you know, that's probably, this is a whole probably another, um, uh, podcast but your name is very very important and your name identifies okay. who you are and then so forth what you find is that whatever you're calling yourself you become that's it and you know with the whole even the hunter part of that name like you you you're going out looking for it you're actually actively looking for it remember when we spoke about it in previous episodes about the reticular activating system the more you look for something the more you'll find it then you that's you make that your reality, and that's that is part of your manifested reality. Then you're so right when you link it back to this identity, and you become that thing, and you know you become a person who's just looking out for narcissists. So all of a sudden, anything that they see out there, they'll they'll probably label a person as narcissistic, left, right, and centre, because that's the only elements that they're actually 
relating to or resonating with almost and they, they don't even see that they've created this bubble of their own exactly and that poor lady her intention then gets diluted by other people's uh, intentions which may mm. not be as honorable as hers you should mm. you not mean because identify missing totally missing the message tell what's that saying what's your what was your intention so my intention to go on social media and just be a total you know <laughs> I, I don't even want to say yeah. the word this way <laughs> <laughs> you know? totally yeah um, so, so you know we we have to understand why you know why why are we doing the things we're doing because this is if if as i said your intention is your plan the aim right and you've got an intention to do something positive or negative, we have to be mindful of that because that then becomes the content of what we then give out and our commitment and our attitude. Yeah. So, yes, we have to be careful. Yes, and this is why we're talking about mind your intentions because, you know, even with this social media example like that's come up, um, it's just reminded me of times in the past when I've had my keyboard warrior days where I'd sometimes, um, you know, respond to people who didn't deserve my energy or attention, but they've said something and then I feel I need to have to say something back to them or to put them in their place or because I need to, like, justify something. And now when I'm looking back at it now because of, you know, reflecting because of what we're talking about and being like, oh, what was my attention at the time, actually? Because I think when you go into these things and sometimes in situations all guns blazing, should I say, we don't sit there and actually contemplate what's my intention, what's my purpose, what do I want to get out of this? Sometimes we just, especially impulsive people, because I have been very impulsive in the past and I've worked on it over the years. But, yeah, sometimes when you're impulsive, we don't always fully think um, about what's our intention and, Sometimes the intention can be that we just want a reaction out of somebody. The intention is that we just want the person to respond back to us and create a bigger argument or, you know, what what are we really trying to create? Because when you're attacking people who are already on the defence, you're not going to get much of a result out of it, really. So the new me is like, that's just a waste of time and energy. That's such a waste of space. Like with that person online, it's just going in one ear out the other. They're stubborn on their point. You're being stubborn on your point. So... My my new version of me sees the intention of my intention is to have peace. I want peace of mind. I just yeah. want to do my own thing. I want to stay in my own lane. So I, I react very differently to these scenarios now because yeah. of my changed intentions. But I think back then, if I'll be honest about it, it came from a place from all of my inner things that I, was, I hadn't fully worked on at that time. So maybe when I was younger, I always felt like I had to justify myself. You know, I have to always fight my corner. I always have to stand up for myself because there was a part of me that felt like maybe people are always out to get me. So when I see some scenario online and that's it, those things are coming up and then I'm yeah. I'm reacting on the back of that stuff. But because yeah. I've worked on those things now, my intentions have shifted, which has shifted a lot for me in terms of I don't waste time and energy on those things anymore. And even, I'll be honest, on that video that I watched with that lady, there was so much that part of me wanted to just jump in and defend this lady and be like where are you coming from but I just thought where am I going to get out of this and what's the point of speaking to people like this who have already jumped on the bandwagon of seeing this in a negative situation there's no way they're going to see a positive in my reply or my response so there's just no point and I left it to it 
Um, but yeah, I think there's always a lot more going on than meets the eye. And sometimes we don't realize it's linked to these deep rooted intentions. And like you've said, the counter or the sub intentions that we actually have. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic how you said that and you reflected on yourself because as you was talking, I thought about myself because one of the things I know from being a, a young girl and I always felt that I wasn't listened to, so I would yeah. be the person who would like you be in a, a middle of something and instead of stepping back and not um having the argument or putting your opinion across very strongly because I felt I needed to be heard. My intention was always to be heard. So I would be speaking, I would make sure I'd be heard. And even if that's in an argumentative way, and sometimes mm -hmm. we don't realise these things until we grow. Obviously, you know, that was when I was young. Yeah. And yet, sometimes you can still see that trait coming back because we do tend to remorph back to the things, the habits and behaviours that we, 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 we learned as growing, you know, when we was growing. But because of our awareness... And because we say, actually, is that what I intend for people to see? Is that what I intend to, to showcase? You tend to adapt. You tend to change your behaviour because you're like, actually, no, I don't identify with that anymore. So my intentions is not for that. So it doesn't matter so much. But mm -hmm. on that, what I wanted to bring is, how do you see intention with regards to manifestation you know we kind of tipped on this but let's yeah. speak let's speak into it specifically <laughs> yeah so, so yeah on that definitely it links to what we attract to ourselves um our intentions are part of our energy because it's all about the energy and the vibration the frequency we're vibrating at um so our intention um i guess and what it really ties into with this whole topic of us being mindful of our intentions is if you're not mindful of it and you're not watching what your intentions are or understanding from that point of, as you've mentioned before, Rose, about the self-awareness one should really have about these things. But none of us really ever do, which is why we need to work on these things. Once we can grow and have that self-awareness, we can start digging out from ourselves. And like we've done a live example of this right now in this recording and this episode of our self-reflections that we've had um and those self-reflections are what's going to make us realize well if that's how I felt before and that's how I reacted how am I feeling now what's my intentions and how is this actually part of the plan of where I'm going with what I'm working on so it depends on obviously what you're working on and whether that's your personal goals or business goals or you know relationship goals whatever it might be it might be something specific you want to prioritize in your life right now and I think we all need to just sit there and think, what is my intention? And is this energy of this intention aligned with where I'm going? And I think the biggest thing is that exploring that we have to constantly do for ourselves. Dig deeper, explore a little bit more. Is there an intention behind the intention? Is there some old intentions that we still haven't let go of that are stuck a part of our subconscious mind, perhaps? You know, is there, you know is there something else going on which is kind of getting in the way because I feel like now that we're talking about it and I've never I've never actually talked about this topic in this way with this kind of description of using the word intentions but now after talking about it with yourself Rose I do feel like it has opened up a whole new thing even in my mind because actually 
there might be things going on with our sub-intentions or counter-intentions, if you want to call it that, um, mm. that's actually creating the obstacles that we might be creating now and manifesting. So when we're worrying why our thing isn't manifesting, it's possibly down to this, the fact that our intention, our, like, let's call it the higher level, our higher level sub-intention is, yep, yeah, I want to make money from my business, but our lower intention could be something else. It could be something else going on that we're not fully aware of. And I think exploring that is the only uh, way we can unlock that obstacle and work on it and bring it to the space where the intentions and again, like I said, aligned with everything else in order for like the domino effect to happen. Yeah. I, th I like the way you put that. I, I like the way you put that. So I'm not going to speak on that. I'm going to ask you another question. So do you think then with you saying all that, and obviously the video I watched with that guru about mm -hmm. karma, do you think that then leads into the karma thing? Hmm, interesting. Let me have a think. So for me, I think, let me go to the drawing board in my little whiteboard in my head of what karma is. <laughs> so with me, karma is obviously our own energy and our actions come back to us. And they say generally tenfold. So whatever we give out, we'll get back. You be argumentative with people. People are going to argue with you at some point over something else or create arguments. Uh, if you be loving and caring, you'll find love and care from others. Not always from the same person, but you will generate that karma. So I think it does definitely, um, it's very much linked because what's just come in my head is on the negative side, if somebody has an intention to harm someone, mm. if they have an intention to bring somebody down, you get bullies out there. Their intention is to make people feel small so they can feel elevated. Yes. They are then generating their karma through their behaviours and their intentions are linked to their attitudes and behaviours um, because that's their intention is to do that thing. Or, you know, you get, we talk about narcissistic people a lot. Um, mm. Narcissistic people, their intention is to have control to be the top dog, their ego kind of takes over all the time. Uh, but then the karma does come back to them because eventually those are the people that push so many people away that they end up being isolated and alone so they don't even have anybody to control in their circle anymore because they've created that situation for themselves. Um, so that's the negative side of it. I suppose if I'm trying to look at it in a positive way, so say somebody's intention is to do good in the world, they want to help people, they want to be kind and caring, that's their intention their attitudes and their actions will consistently show that. They'll show up as that person. And again, this does link to our other episode of identities because they identify with that. Their intention is linked to their identity. So when they keep showing up that way, I, in my heart of hearts, cannot see that person not also being helped in their life. As long as they're open to it and they're receptive to it, they're ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The help will come for that person left, right and centre when they want it and when they need it, when they're open for it, because they've helped so much themselves through their life. So I do definitely think um, it is very, very linked because it's what we're putting out there. Our intention is what we're putting out there. So that's something that we're going to get back. You know, our intention is, again, save with the money one. We want to make money. What do you want to make money for? For your mm. security? because you want to invest it in something else, because you want to use it for something specific, you know, mm -hmm. that intention will carry your behaviours forward. And then your karma will be generated on the back of that because of 
those behaviors and because for me i think karma is linked to maybe more the behaviors and actions but yes. you wouldn't have the behaviors and actions without the intention hmm, i love that I feel like I that's that. a bit of a long-winded way of explaining it but i hope that made sense no but it makes perfect sense to me and i'm hoping the viewers when they listen to um they listen to the episode will give us some feedback and let us know how they how that fell with them i'll put it this way yeah. how they felt with you and it'd be nice to hear have that feedback and see how um you know what they thought what what you basically our viewers what you think of intention what does it mean to you because obviously we're giving our spin we're giving obviously things of our mm -hmm. research obviously the things that we've done in our lives but what does it what does intention mean to our viewers so with yeah. that what would be one thing if you were going to sum up What's the one thing you would say? Because, I mean, I, I think I've learned so much. This episode has been like a teaching for me. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a really, it's been a very insightful one, if I'll be honest, especially because I went down a bit of trip of memory lane myself. And you know how you also shared your little example of your younger version being a person who didn't feel like they were heard. So whenever you would speak out, then didn't matter how it came out, you just wanted to be heard. I resonated with that so much because that was a big part of my journey as well and my childhood which is why I've even spoke about this in some of my speaking events that I became a public speaker because I want to be heard and I found it as well as you were saying it I couldn't help think about what's our intentions of this podcast and isn't it just <laughs> such a coincidence that you and me have come together from having yeah. them kind of backgrounds and feeling not heard now we, we've got a platform that our voice is on we're being heard by all these people and our audience yeah. Um, it's just it's just interesting isn't it but yeah so one thing that I take away is definitely I think based on just the stuff I've shared myself if I'll be honest um reflecting back on previous intentions and behaviors and how that worked out for me and using that to fuel myself further now to to look back on my intentions where they are now what what maybe even do some um journaling with it and to sit down and write it out because I think these things are always just things in our heads. They could be thoughts. They could be feelings. These intentions are a mixture of things. It's not a black and white thing. It's a very complex thing. But maybe if you put pen to paper, we can maybe start giving it some kind of form and start shaping how that intention should be. Because it is very deeply rooted and linked to then our attitudes and behaviours that come thereafter that then give us the results. So I think with we've mentioned it in a previous episode about the reverse engineering. I think intentions is actually a massive part of reverse engineering. And up to the point of me discussing this with you today, I've never actually looked at it that way before. No, no. Thank you for that. Honestly, I feel exactly everything you've said, I would say, you know, I second that. Um, for me, yeah, actually just reminiscing on how I was, with regards to, um, you know, wanting to be heard. And then obviously you saying um, about obviously us having the podcast, I actually had to start to say, I mean, obviously my summing up is, I had to say to myself, actually, what was my original intention for this podcast? Now, <laughs> it's amazing we've done a podcast and it's left me with a question. However, mm. at the same time, it's made me realise that I no longer need to be heard where I wanted to be heard before. 
but I'm not being, I've not gone out there. I really had to think about that, reflect. Well, what was my intention? My intention, I realise, is not because I need to be heard any longer, but to mm. speak so that other people can hear something of importance. Now, this is the mm. reason we say, you know, please connect with us, yeah? Mm. Because it's not, it's not about me sitting here and chuntering, you know, spilling stuff. And I don't believe it's your intention either. I think no. our intention is actually to say, let's use our experiences of where we've come from, just yeah. ordinary, ordinary women who's got, happened to find personal development for, and found that it has actually helped us in our journey and be able yeah. to then say, okay, yeah, this is our journey. This has been our journey. It's not been the greatest. However, it's not how you start, it's how you end. And I think this is the platform we're creating for others to know that it's not how you start, it's how you end. And it's what you do in the middle and you can do something good with it. And I feel that's what our intentions are. I, think, I definitely know that's my intention. And I do feel that that's something that you feel as well. So it was quite funny you said that, but it did make me think. It made me chuckle, but it also, mm. made, me, it also made me reflect on that young girl that always felt she wasn't heard is not here anymore. Yeah. That's, and I, I feel out of this episode, that was quite, it was quite powerful to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have to agree. And even after hearing that bit, what you've just said about what is our individual intentions for this podcast. And for me, I thought straight away, I agree with you. Like, it's not about being heard anymore. For me, uh, it's about that my intention, if I can share here, is actually to inspire and guide people you know if there's any form that we can help people it's again the work the work that we do we become coaches because we want to help people and again in our work inspire and guide people and this was just another platform in how we can maybe in some shape or form something that we might say might resonate with somebody somewhere and help shift something for them and change the way they're looking at something or the way they're reacting or something going on in their life maybe and if even one person can be impacted and can improve their life and their direction and their goals and all of that, then I feel like I've done a, done my job. My purpose has been fulfilled. Wow, that's brilliant. Thank you, Suman. So <clears throat> we'll end on the note that we'd really love you to interact with us. And you can contact us on our email at maven at mavenbody at gmail.com. Maven is spelled M-A-V-E-N and is body, B-O-D-D-I-E at gmail.com. We look forward to, to you joining us on one of our next episodes. Thank you for listening to us today. Next time you feel distraught, remember to mind your thoughts 